Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Life is like a hurricane here in what? No, noted fucktails, ducktails, whatever it is. A dildo looks behind you. There's a stranger out to finger you. You'll get sued. Fucktails. There's no end in tonight and in fucktails. It'll serve you right if you get hunted down. By the uh, person who wrote DuckTales. You mean Disney? Well, I yes, don't know if it's Disney, Disney that wrote it. <laughs> and they will sue you. Should I switch to a different Disney song? be smirching it. Dashing and daring, courageous <laughs> and caring, faithful and friendly with stories to share. Again, you're going to get sued. Okay. I'll serve you right. Sometimes, <laughs> some crimes, go slipping through butt cracks but lead to... What is this song? I don't know this one. ch ch what is that? <laughs> Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> not face. Ugh. Welcome to episode 53 of the Bed Hoppers. Oh, I thought it was just you singing. Oh, it's just me singing. It is. That's pretty much. Pretty um, much, yeah. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. <laughs> oh, I bought the most amazing Little Mermaid product the other day. Did you? The most amazing Little Mermaid it product? It was so amazing. Yeah. It was an Ursula hairbrush. Was it? Yeah. Did you have to sing in it to give it your voice? Well, no, but I'm not telling you where it is because you'll sing into it, no doubt. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, well, it's not because it's Arcelo and she's like uh, a minging like, sea witch. Do you know, I had an auntie that looked a little bit like her. You did? I did, yeah. I don't did she wear all that makeup as well? Uh, I don't know, but she did huh. look like Ursula's sea witch. Wow. I, every time I saw her, I was in my head was like poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> Which is, you know, just a thing. Anyway, welcome back to Bed Hoppers. This is episode 53. 53 is a special number for me. Because um, you're just going to sing the whole time. Well, <laughs> yes. Well, I, it's one of those numbers that keeps cropping up in my life. Oh, you're synonymous with uh, luck and things that uh, mean good things to you. Yeah, I think it might be Herbie's number. Not that that's the main reason. I thought you said herpes. No, not herpes. You have a special number for herpes. I How do. many times have you had it? <laughs> 53. Yeah, and a massive phone bill to boot for dialing it so many times. So, uh, yeah, it was my old house number. Yeah. It was the year in which my mother was born mm-hmm. and some other stuff that I can't remember. But it's important to me. That's the main bit that I take out of it. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. So it, it just seems to crop up a lot. I think mine is seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Seven's all right. Kind of crops up wherever I go. I mean, seven is no 22, which is my other lucky number. How can you have two lucky numbers? You have one. <laughs> I can have as many. No, lucky... not as in number one, but you have one singular. No, wait, not a single digit. I'm getting confused now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting you out your fingers only, to count? You're only allowed, because I can't bang my head because it'll make a noise. Um, you can only have one lucky number. 
Who says this? Um, me. You. But I'm sure it's somewhere. You on are not the, the boss of me. It's somewhere now. on t- Tinder Tweb. Tinder Tweb. <laughs> yes. Is, is that like Tinder Tweb? Tinder Tweb. <laughs> yeah. The um, dating agencies for um, people that need a lot of help. Or people who just work for Google. Yeah. Oh my God, do you reckon they have something like a dating site just for Google employees called Tinder Web? Maybe. Maybe they are able to hack Tinder. Twoogle. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. Twoogle. Yeah, like Tinder for Google. Listen here, Google tits. We've got just the thing for you. Oh my God, what a segue. I know. I'm going to write to Google and suggest that they have uh, an employee recognition scheme which is affiliated to tinder can i just poke a hole at this just for a moment please <laughs> why because you're it's going genius to, no not really it's not you're going to write to the world's biggest technological company or maybe i'll tweet them yeah or send them an email <laughs> <laughs> you can send them a gmail they're bound to get that right oh my God. i'm gonna send them a pigeon because at google that's what they fucking need i'm going to look for their phone number and phone them <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write them a long letter. Hello, are you Mr. Google? Using my own fair hand. Mr. Google, I wish to register no, wait, a complaint. wait, I'll write to Bill Gates because I'm sure he's got some like finger in their pie. I don't think I, I don't think Bill Gates works at any of these. Are you sure he's not got like affiliated in some way with Google? I, I don't think so. I think most he's. Sort I reckon of, he gets a discount. On he's Google retired stuff. now. I think and just does lots of charity things like what to do with saving the planet and whatnot. Although that voice, what I just did. Did remind me of the meal that we had this evening. Oh, yes. The so, crazy woman. Yeah. There was a woman that sounded just like Terry Jones in Monty <laughs> Python. He's not the Messiah. He's been a naughty boy. Brian, put that Welsh tart down. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. She, it was we brilliant. We should have popped over and told her. All right, treacle. You could make a really good living in doing Terry Jones impressions. Yeah. I, well, it's almost like Bradford from By the By's impression of you. Oh. <laughs> That man! Oh my God, he—he he is a rascal. He is a rascal, <laughs> you scallywag. He's a scoundrel. You're gonna put him over his knee, over your knee, mm, over, over his, his knee. knee. Yeah, that's kind Have, of weird. You've heard the impression, doesn't me? And damn it, it's pretty good. It's it's close <laughs> to Mrs. Doubtfire, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Why do I always sound like Mrs. Doubtfire in his mind? Because you sound like Mrs. Do Doubt- I fuck? No, I don't. Do you fuck like Mrs. Doubtfire? Um, no. Yes, you do. What? What does that mean? I don't know, but it sounded right. Wait, but Mrs. Doubtfire is a man impersonating a woman? Yes. So what does that mean? Yo, figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Okay, fine. Anyway, um, I'm Mr. H. Over there is Mrs. H. Confused, Mrs. H. Yes. Yes. Um, Doing our thing. This week in the background, we have... what, What thing do we have in the background? Uh, oh, wait. Do you want to give you a clue? Oh, that's Gal Gadot, isn't it? Is this Wonder Woman? Yes. I was going to uh, do the whole doom, doom, doom. That was just my iPad leaping to its God, freedom on the floor. That was so heavy. Well, yeah, I know, right? I was going to do the Wonder Woman uh, thing I too. didn't like doom, this doom, film. Doom, 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 no, doom. no, I didn't like this film. This was okay. No, shit. It was good. It's utter horse piss. Well, we watched Shazam last night. That was much better. Although well, I may have sat through some of it. Yes. Mrs. H woke up at the end and went, <laughs> why does this plot spoiler thing be happening right now? And I had to explain that actually she'd fallen asleep. Look, despite I was, I was not well last night. <laughs> oh, I'm not rest. I'm not asleep. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> Once again, I seem to descend into a Monty Python-esque kind of world. It was, it was a bit more, oh, you'll get it, ducky boos. It was not like that. Anyway, I didn't like this film. And Did you know? It was a bit I... shit. It was just her like fannying around wearing a million different outfits. That's not a terrible film. Well, it doesn't really have much like 
um, depth, really, does it? It's just really? her wearing various the clothing. Subjugation of women throughout history, mixed <laughs> with a stand up for your own rights and be you who you are theme with, you know. She was fanning around, just, just not really making any sense. Okay. No. I think you may not have watched this film properly. I did. Okay. Anyway. If you reckon. But as we all know, if Mrs. H is to describe a film, she'll tell you the intricate plot points of it (laughs) rather than a summary of the film. (laughs) This is true. I cannot briefly summarise a film into a sentence. What is Ghostbusters about? (laughs) Look, you don't have time for this on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) You, you really don't. It's going to take me a good 23 minutes to tell you what it's about. You will literally tell us every plot point, won't you? I you literally would. I know. I'd start in the library and I'd tell you all about how the ectoplasm and the lady turn up and they, the ghost starts selling. See, this is selling into chaos. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, are oh, you finished? Sorry. Anyway, a more interesting anecdote mm-hmm. might be my weird dream last night. Well, this is true. You did have a rather strange dream. It was one now, of those dreams that you wake up and think, this is actually happening. What do I do to get out of this situation? And well, then you realise it's a dream. Well, the thing is, is that you have a habit of telling me your dreams. Which you which, hate. You get yeah, really bored. It's so boring. Listen but to other people's dream dreams. this dream is about you. They're all about me. They're not all about you. Don't Every dream is about me. No, sometimes they're about the Borg. Sometimes, gentle listener... <laughs> You have a dream that's not about me. And I, I understand that. That's fine. But most of the time yeah, it is about me. Sometimes I, I genuinely dream about the Borg and wolves and really weird things. But last night I dreamt that... Last night <laughs> I had a dream about that you. you were going around collecting handjobs. In this dream, it's handjob right beside you. <laughs> and blowjobs. And it looked... Like everyone was having fun. And Daft Punk were not playing in my dream. The kind of feeling we waited so long. Anyway, do you want to know how many hand jobs and blow jobs you collected? Don't stop. <laughs> Keep on going talking. Fine. Screw you. <laughs> I'm sure people out there want to know. But I'm I do. Not I, tell w- them. I want to know about all these hand jobs that I was collecting. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you picked that moment to wait for me to swallow. <laughs> well, normally do. Go on. Tell us, please, dear wife, <laughs> elucidate. Well, in my dream, um, for whatever reason, I was asking you to send me pictures of, <laughs> very specifically, uh, you with an erection. Mm-hmm. And you had to get as many pictures as you could of women's hands around your um, phallus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you had to send me the picture the pictorial evidence that you'd met the woman and you'd got an erection and then they'd put their hand on your phallus and then you had to send me the picture so you could prove that you'd done it. And in your mind, <laughs> just so I'm, I'm aware of how this works, would would I ha- would it have to go down and then go back up or could it just be like, it's like next, 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 next? I hadn't really got that far. Uh, okay. It's a really good point though. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's not even at full mast. Isn't that strange though? Mm, so it's... in my dream, I was just going through these pictures and pictures. There were loads of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you basically it was just your your cock with um, women's hands around it. I had a very busy night last night, <laughs> so I woke up really confused in one of those. Is this actually happening? <laughs> and then, and then, fortunately, you turned up at the bedside with um, coffee and breakfast. 
Like actually in reality. In, not in, in reality. Not in my dream, no. And then you checked my phone. You were like, what the <laughs> fuck were you doing last night? That was a... How, what a, do you think that means? I'm fascinated by dreams, what they mean. Uh, I am less fascinated. Are I you think, not fascinated by this You know dream? what I think it means? What? Is that I'm going to be so busy in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I need a picture of uh, your your hands around my phallus. <laughs> yes. Would I, why would I say phallus? Well, it's polite, isn't it? <laughs> you don't want to go just go bandying the word cock around. <laughs> Mr. H sending phallus pictures out across the land. You don't want to just go up and say, oh, can you get your digits around my dick, please? Is it true or was it a fallacy? Ooh. Ah, clever girl. Well, anyway, that was my dream last night. Oh, okay, good. It was really strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You did all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I got hand jobs and blow jobs <laughs> plenty. <laughs> anyway, go, I bet I'll get inundated now with pictures of, like, hands around dicks. <laughs> Only from me. <laughs> this is what you said you wanted. <laughs> I know. It's, it's mostly your hand, which is the weird thing. It's just when you're asleep. I don't know. Maybe it's just um, an image that's in my mind and I liked it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Well, we can work on that. Okay. So for volunteers who want to hold my cock while we take a picture <laughs> of it, uh, please drop us a line. Must, suck. must have nice nails because they all had nice nails in my dream. Oh, okay. Didn't mention that, did so I? So if you've got nice nails and like holding my cock, why not sign up to hold <laughs> Mr. H's cock today? commemorative picture will be signed for a minimal fee of £20 <laughs> and there's a light snack. It's a really niche market. But... <laughs> it's a risk I'm prepared to take. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get there in the uh, end. It's fine. So heroes wear capes. Okay. <clears throat> How are things, wife? Okay, well, you did all right in my dreams, so that's fine. That's good. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of becoming a bit of a, a, a norm uh, state of play now. So we're referring to your father being ill, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, things aren't worse, but things aren't radically better. Um, slow, incremental improvements, maybe. Mm-hmm. Very slow. Yeah, like me learning yeah. to read. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're pretty intelligent. Oh, I'm not going to tell you that a lot, though. You're not. Because you'd be like Jeff from Community with your ego. That's true. <laughs> Although you're referring to a very specific episode, that I'm not sure. <laughs> really it, it's a very... <laughs> Very niche, like this tiny, I say tiny, but mostly tiny, little sitcom called Community <laughs> that most people probably wouldn't have seen. Oh, well, we should go and watch it. It's great. It, they should. It's great. It is great. And they went on to, mm. the people that directed it went on to direct um, Avengers and Endgame and stuff. Right. So, yeah. Really so, good. Um, but worth checking out. But there is a moment where Jeff, a uh, character Has an in exponential his, ego. <laughs> people keep playing, paying him compliments and his ego and thus his... Um, Ability to deal with it, keep getting <laughs> yeah. more and more out of control. So that's fine. I think I can I can relate to that. Yeah, there's some parallels there. Mm, definitely. So so anyway, um, things are kind of in a state of play where we can start to in, not enjoy, but um, get on with life. Yeah, there is and a bit find of our way around all the things that we have to navigate. And talking talking of state of play. Oh, cool. Segway <laughs> smooth, right? Well, Had I not yeah. stumbled over my own words, that would have been smooth <laughs> as fuck. We went to Dublin. Well, we talked about going to Dublin and I made an amazing joke, which you shot down in flames, about Irish stew. We didn't have any Irish stew in Dublin. We didn't. I'm really disappointed. I know. Why didn't we do that? I don't know. We need to go back. Well. Or I could just make Irish stew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In the name of the law. (laughs) See? It was a great joke. No, it wasn't. 
There was no one laughing. Everyone Although was just I have groaning. come to the conclusion that in Dublin, all people do is sit in a pavement pub and drink. In a day. pavement pub? On a pavement. Wait, in a pub on a pavement and drink. <laughs> is the pub lot. on the pavement or the people on the pavement? A um, bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> or, or swan around on those um, Viking tours and bikes and beer bikes. You know, I loved the headset tours. That was we witnessed really a couple funny. of these go past where yeah. um, some flash dance like yeah dressed up he chat. was dressed up like the 80s with leg warmers yeah and neon vests and shorts and a, a headset and we sat down just chilling out we hadn't even had a drink at this stage which is rare for us and all we heard is the beat's gonna drop in three two one <laughs> uns, uns, uns. and we're like what the fuck is going on and there's a crowd of about 30 people came yeah. along and this one guy at the front had this headset on and everyone else had like a just just headphones on, and they were listening to his tour and various states of fancy dress like togas and you know gym gear. And, and they were sorts. they were like giving the old shooters like the dance mm-hmm. move. They were like going down on the knees. They were dancing. It was it looked really fun. Yeah, and we just like we were just lunging their way through the streets of Dublin, which was hilarious. To music. Uh, well, and then there was a couple of people who were less inclined to do that at the back of the thing. They were just yeah. sort of mulching along, looking. They at They just the phones. waited till the end when they went woo. Yeah, there was like this. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> but they were like sashaying their way through the streets mm, which exactly. was really really funny wasn't it well so while we were in dublin oh yes oh yes oh my mm. um we'd been in touch with some listeners <laughs> who were going there for the weekend yeah well, for a while longer mm-hmm. but were available for the weekend for a... the moons were aligning and we were going to be in the same place at the same time yes same time same back channel yeah what do we call them <laughs> Are you ready for this? I, well, I, I'm ready for this because I've already been involved in this discussion with you. So oh, it's just you repeating back to me what I've told you well, to say. Well, we discussed it together. It's like a parrot. And we had to find some names that we um, reflected some of their personas. All right. Okay. <laughs> I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. So um, what should we call them? Should we call them, let's see, Arthur Dent? I think Arthur Dent would sue him. And I think th- there's a reason for this. <laughs> and that's because... He constantly had this backpack with him. Oh, that backpack. The backpack. The backpack. The backpack. Which should was, have its own Instagram page, really. It really should. It should be more famous than Yoko at the very least. Arthur, if you're listening, you need to get that backpack its own Instagram page. You do. You really do. Uh, <laughs> or at least its own PR company. Look after it. Exactly. Um, Treat it with respect. And that just, it was just the kind of preparedness that the... the <laughs> Boy scouted sort of always have a towel with you because you always need a towel. It's like taking clean underwear with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And what, what, what sort of nickname are we going to give her? Well, I mean, if we're going with the um, the Hitchhiker's theme, then really she should be Trillian Astra. I think there is a touch of the... Uh... And given that she was a mathematician and uh, what a, some kind of science off in in the the book then maybe that would fit yeah i think so yeah i think i think that would uh, are you calling her a boffin though um yeah why not okay <laughs> all right i think you're quite fitting persona remember please send all complaints to mrs <laughs> h at bedhopper's suck uh she'll be the first person. <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> i'm not touching this one with a barge pole i think they're quite they're fun personas Fun personas. Yeah. What I was going to top it up with, there was an element of Zoe Deschanelness to it. Well, I knew was, you'd say that. Which, which was I just didn't want to bring up that bloody woman again. Well, I'm so cracky with my bangs yeah. and my big eyes. No one should have eyes up here. Well, they should. She's got eyes like bloody dinner plates. Okay. Anyway, 
fine. I mean Zoe Deschanel, not Trillian Astra. <laughs> what, the character she played? Um, or the person that we're giving that name to? The person we're giving the name to. While she had very beautiful eyes, they were not like Zoe Deschanel on her crazy, googly, dinner plate sized eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you resolved this situation. <laughs> and how do we meet them? What was what's the deal? <clears throat> Wife? Um, okay, well, we met them on the Twitterverse. On the Twitterverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that is that fair? That's fair. I'm trying to be very guarded about what I say, because you know what I'm like. Well, that's safe. Why are you talking about <laughs> Christopher Walker? <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Mm. Um, i got a hankering, and the only thing that can solve is more cowbell. I need to be careful not, not to drop myself in it and mm-hmm. uh, give away any facts. So, yes, we met them on the Twitterverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reached out to us, mm-hmm. and they were listeners of the show. Mm-hmm. And after a little bit of chatting, um, I think it's fair to say we shared quite a lot of uh, nerd humour. I think that's fair. And um, nerdism. Got a lot of humour. A lot of humour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after a little while, we uh, we exchanged some sort of face pics and what have you mm-hmm. and got to know each other. Yeah. No handjob pics, though. <laughs> Sadly not. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe after the weekend, you should have requested that. I should have done. Well, I didn't know that it was going to be your... Your main um, thrust, as it were. Um, no, no. There was no thrusting in my dream. No. No. No, just mostly hand pictures. <laughs> it's a very benign hand yes, pick. Yes, maybe. Anyway, you, uh, what, what happened next? You, you what, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what? So um, they were only available for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Because they had some other stuff that they had to do. So it was originally just going to be maybe one night. Mm-hmm. Possibly sort of two, wasn't it? Mm. But as it happens, the universe mm. was able to align and we're able to spend a lot more time with them than we'd anticipated, which is yeah. great because we'd cleared our calendars. Unfortunately, we weren't able to catch up with some other people that we were in touch with, so it was great. Yeah. And things did escalate <sighs> to a bit of a sexy time. Mm-hmm. Now, something happened in that. Oh, really? Yes. I think we can say that something happened. <laughs> and I think it's something that's worth discussing. Okay. I think that's fair. Okay. Now, this is your mm. baby, as it were. Oh, really? Yes. I think this is one that you need to talk about. I, I, I'm, I'm owning this one. Uh, owning yeah. and earning. No, I'm I'm owning the... Um, well, we should be saying what happened first. Go on, then. Go on, then. No, you can do it. <laughs> okay. So, on the Friday night... Mm-hmm. And to be fair, we were all very... Um, excited about meeting because yeah. this has been months and months and months of, um, you know, just chatting and sort of gearing ourselves up for this uh, really far-flung relationship kind of coming together, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd agree. So, and to be fair, you can only convey so much in messages and Skypes and chat, can't you? Yeah. So nothing really prepares you for the real thing when you meet. So there is that to throw into it in that there's nerves and there's anticipation and the backpack of course you know (laughs) (laughs) i think the backpack needs to you know have its own central kind of theme running through this Mm. (laughs) so we we met them i love the way that we we record and and like next door's dogs there's literally like um a neighborhood dog fight going on inside right now can someone send help please (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Do you want to maybe like put a hose at the window and 
stop them from fighting. You want me to put my hose out the window? <laughs> I'll just antagonise them more. They'll want to take a poor shot with it. I don't know what's happening. Right <laughs> but there's loads of dogs baying outside and generally being really noisy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, it's, no yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Shall I go over and close the window while you're continuing to talk? Sure, you yeah, do that. That's, the, that's using cool. the magic of audio. Uh, and the magic of your legs. Yeah. <laughs> they are quite magical. <laughs> using my walk. All right, so here we were, Friday night. And we we were sat in the bar of this hotel waiting for these people to turn up, which was very lovely. And they turned up, and the first thing that we did was take the piss relentlessly out of his backpack. Is that fair to say? I'm still shutting the windows! <laughs> okay, we'll come back and talk about this backpack. All right. So we um, eventually took the, the kind of conversation up to the hotel room yeah fuck me that was like walking to Mordor and back <laughs> so we've moved to the hotel room oh yes yeah and we we continued with our uh getting to know each other kind of vibe I think for me what what I sensed was is that there was a large sense of anticipation within the room mm-hmm. for some of us that we were going to play and I think there wasn't a point where everyone was comfortable completely saying, yes, let's crack on and play. No, that's true. So, and that was building, but I think you were keeping that quite quiet. <laughs> and I think you weren't really saying what was on your mind completely. Okay, so this is um, a bit of a running theme of me, I think. That's mm-hmm. fair, isn't it? Yeah. So I, for those who've met me and those who maybe listen to me, um, I am. I do play my cards quite close to my chest. I think uh, sometimes it's hard to read what I'm thinking. And not if you're playing actual cards, though. Oh yeah, if I, I'm, I'm actually lousy at that. So yeah. yeah, if you're ever playing actual cards with me, you will probably win hands down because I'm I'm just shit. In fact, you might as well just go straight to hands down rather than play cards. <laughs> we'll just play fifty-two card pickup. I'm like, yeah. oh no, you lost. Right, okay. Fifty-two <laughs> cards are grey. <laughs> so. It, I am extremely hard to read, I think. Mm-hmm. But this is becoming more um, more of a theme that I'm becoming familiar with. Yep. So I don't necessarily realise what an issue that can create. Because I, think... I know you so well and you know me so well. I rely on the fact that you can read what I'm thinking and you can decipher what I need very rapidly. Yes, in most instances, but sometimes I don't know what you think, what you're thinking about somebody else, and that's right. A, that's very tricky to read that, and very tricky to kind of get a good steer on it. So sometimes you won't give an emphatic yes or a yes. You so if someone says, "Hey, are you interested?" you will not say yes or no. <laughs> you will give them a five minute spiel about what of. Oh, what do you want to do? Yeah, oh, what do you want to do? I think it's really good that people can get together and talk to each other and be really good. And it's just this endless nonsense of actually not getting to the point. And this was a little bit of a theme yeah. for the for the weekend. And I think it happened a couple of times where we where where both both sides of the fence or all four sides of the fence weren't very good at giving an emphatic yes. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's difficult to know if if things are going to progress or if things should progress at all, if you can't give a straight answer. Sometimes it's almost easier to meet people socially, all go away and reflect, and then all kind of talk about it and say, well, hey, do you want to meet again for 
something else. There is... But in this situation, you didn't have that. No, I think in this situation where we'd had a long time to get to know people and get to speak to them on Skype. So I think I think there was a, a broad sort of fact that everyone had chucked their cards into the ring and said, actually, yeah, you mm-hmm. were all okay. Yeah. But I think when it came down to it, you weren't very good at saying what you wanted to do. And coupled with, I think, in terms of personalities, it was one of those situations where both he and I <laughs> probably weren't very good at getting to the point. And I think that that wasn't so much an issue with the first night. Because folks, no, it there wasn't, is a second no. night. We'll there is about. a second night, yeah. Um, and actually, the, the first night was very much, you, you, you just took your time not really answering. And something that did happen was actually, you're both very big Pokemon fans. <laughs> and you, oh, yeah. you, we've joked for weeks and months that you two would trade Pokemon and, and, and that would be your big thing. That would be <laughs> like a great thing for you to do. Heavens know why anyone would bother doing it. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to send Mrs. H a friend code, fuck you, I don't really care about Pokemon anymore. <laughs> Please do, she'd love it. Um, <laughs> so I, I grabbed Trillium. And said, hey, well, they're trading Pokemon. Why don't we get to know each other better? Now, this was, I mean, I'm not always that forward. Okay, I can't count. I can't think of any occasion ever where you've done that. And this did skip our normal process. It literally completely pulled the rug out from underneath me. Which is ironic because I've known you to do that before. Okay, but given that I've done that before, that's almost something that you may expect. Yeah. This was completely out of character for you. It wasn't out of character. For me it was. But okay. But actually, I was like, what is happening? If you guys are playing Pokemon, we'll get to know each other. No, that's not how we do things. <laughs> but it do... isn't anything we've done before like that. I would argue that we've done things not too dissimilar to that. <laughs> it was not a massive leap from wherever we've been before. And all it was, was a hug and a kiss. Uh-huh. And... I think at that point, Mrs. H's mind just went... It really, really did. Yeah, it catapulted me from, is this just a getting to know you social bit and then things will escalate at a different point, i.e. the next day? Mm-hmm. Or um, are you are you kind of paving, paving the way for escalating things but we hadn't actually sort of sat down and said, Okay, are we all good? And and finally, it was out of character for you to do that. So I think in, in some of those things, I think we, we'd all laid the foundations that actually there would be a level of sexy time. So I, think I, that was, I, I agree with that. that that's yeah. absolutely the case. And that had absolutely been discussed. And you and I had had that discussion. Yeah. Um, but equally, I, I, I recognise that me grabbing her was probably more forwards than I sometimes am. Mm-hmm. It's not... Unheard of, but it's also no. But it was surprised me, and I think, I think you were still in in a, in a sitting down and trying to work out where you were in your I was, situation. Yeah. And then, of course, he gets up close to you. I know, I and mean, then it just got super awkward because I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Now I'm being really weird and awkward. <laughs> and and then, so he bless him, very nicely put his his thoughts on the line about well, are you interested I can't read you <laughs> where are things at and I think a number of people have done this with you and a number of people mm-hmm. have said this and that they don't know whether you're interested 
or where you're at and where your head is at. And also that there is a, a bit of a discrepancy between the the online personality that you present and also mm. the reality, personal reality. <laughs> Do you think that's because I'm difficult to get to know then? I think... I think a lot of people find you standoffish. They find me intimidating. And find you a bit intimidating mm. and can't read what you're actually thinking. And you can be quite dismissive of people. <laughs> you can be. Uh, you don't mean to be because I know that you're a wonderful person at heart and, and you wouldn't hurt a fly. But for those that haven't got to know you, I think that's sometimes the first bit that they come in contact with. And they're like, well, I've chatted to this person. And they seemed interested and I get here and they don't look like they give a shit. And that's quite hard to reconcile in your head. Uh-huh. And I think he, he had that that wall. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he I think in his head he'd had multiple hours of listening to me talk about what I'm like as an individual and mm-hmm. listening to us um bringing out each other's personalities and then to meet with me. Um, physically Mm. and probably not get the same level of um, response is probably quite quite weird to deal with I I think so and I think we so we 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 sort of stopped and had this period of just sort of discussion (laughs) and confession weirdness and me being hard which is just weird because Normally, you, you, you know what you want to do and you're normally relatively good. Normally, I'm good to move with a um, an escalated kind of um, level of play once once things are kind of straight in my head about what's happening and where we're going. But I, I think it was just this, this threefold kind of um, weird perfect storm of you, of you doing something unexpected to me, all right, or a little bit. Uh, away from what we normally do in terms it's because of... i've been off collecting hand jobs wasn't it really well <laughs> didn't like to say well <laughs> um that, that definitely threw me yeah and for whatever reason in my head it put me in a completely different frame of reference to what i'm normally used to mm-hmm. because and i i shouldn't be so prescriptive i really shouldn't and i should learn to maybe uh be a little more fluid with what we kind of deem to be an escalation uh, level but this just really threw me and then because he popped up beside me I was like well now I need to I need to do this because now it, if I don't it'll look like I'm a complete twat but then but, by that time it was too late and I was backpedaling because the the look on my face must have said it all like what is happening yeah yeah I completely agree it was just a weird set of circumstances you, you that presented look, themselves and it threw me you didn't look like a complete twat <laughs> not a just, complete just twat part Partly. I think it was just the fact that, that we'd all kind of got into this situation and then all of a sudden you were kind of like, I don't, you, you clearly didn't know what you wanted to do, how things were going and, and, and where you were. Yeah, And that's fair. And to be honest, I kind of, and perhaps wrongly, assumed that everyone was fine to go because we'd had this conversation, we'd seen everybody, we'd met everybody. No one was a serial killer. Let's go. <laughs> now, this is really interesting for me because normally it's me that overthinks and me that's worried. And yeah. for me to just go, oh, let's just yeah, let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that I would say is that this situation we knew was going to be a soft swap situation. Yeah. Which, you know, not, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But we also knew that, OK, let's frame this around that. That's mm-hmm. we can. Hey, we've soft swapped. 
mm. plenty of times when we are starting our journey. This isn't anything worrisome in terms of an experience. We've been there before. Yeah. In fact, in, in some ways, it's um, it should almost have been much, much more straightforward in that you don't have to then stop and think about another level and, and sort of have that conversation around, do you guys want to move further and do full swap at some point? Because we'd already, in advance, known that's, that was just... That was the case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, you did get to a point where you were like, where you decided that you were going to give him a kiss and sit on his lap. <laughs> yes. So, for some reason, the penny <laughs> drops, right? And you're like, okay, I can do this. This is fine. I'm enjoying this. He's nice. They're fine. Everyone's having a good time. Let's sit on his lap and But poor guy must be thinking, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and and for him, I guess, he's kind of still going, well, does she like me? Why is she doing this? What's right. going on? Yeah. Now, and and this leads into the second day, not literally, but it does come into that. But but for that moment, you, we, we start play, mm-hmm. or some play, and it escalates and escalates. Now... You're also not asking for what you want. <laughs> and he's trying to find out what you want. You're not really giving any details. <laughs> and it ends in a bit of a weird sort of situation. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm relatively happy on, on my side of the fence. Uh-huh. Everything's fine there. She and I, Trillian and I, are having yeah. a marvellous time and it's uh-huh. all going very well. But for you guys, there seems to be a bit of a mumble jumble. Communication. There's a bit of a communication problem. Yeah. Now, one of the things Mrs. H is not very good at, mm-hmm. as we've discovered, I think more recently it's become much more of a thing, is that you're not very good at asking for what you want. I think this comes from a number of sources. I think this comes from the fact that you're used to me going, that's what she wants, I know it, I can do it, I yeah. can read you. So I'm a little complacent. I also think you're not very good at being vocal and showing someone. I've seen you take hands and move them, and I've seen you... Uh-huh. Do some things like that, but you're not very really good at actually vocalizing it. No, actually saying it. I hate vocalizing. That's such a shit word. Isn't it? <laughs> it's very American. Forgive me, American listeners, but it's vocalizing <laughs> is a bunch of shit. Anyway, but actually saying it and speaking it mm-hmm. is is a bit of a challenge for you. And also, I think you've kind of gone through this sort of situation where you've kind of been a bit like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on? Oh, this is happening. Oh, I'm going to do this now." After some um, lengthy discussions. And it all escalates, and then, and you're in such a weird space that you're not very good at going. Um, this is what I want you to do, right? And we already know as well that it takes me a little while to get myself into a headspace anyway, where I I figure out myself what I want. It does, and and sometimes I don't know. So the night sort of ends. Okay, it's it's late. It's very it's really late, <laughs> and they they have to to go back to their base camp, and. You know, it's 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 a very fun, very sexy experience and very nice. But there's a bit of this... An elephant in the room. Yeah, I wouldn't say an elephant. I, a little it's, one. It's more of a bit of a wobble. I think I... I definitely didn't help um, with my lack of communication or my uh, confusing level of communication. Yeah. I know that. And I was more than happy to own that and say, yeah, this is on me. I I don't... I shouldn't have kind of reacted like that because it was just odd. And it's that's not me. No, I know. It really isn't. But equally I wasn't I wasn't trying to pass blame to you. I really wasn't. It was more I was genuinely a little bit thrown by your action because it just wasn't something I I'd really encountered before. I just figured out what it was. Go you on. weren't drunk. 
I wasn't drunk, you're right. Neither was. Wait, I don't have to be bladder <laughs> to do something. Drink tales, woo! <laughs> I really don't. That's There's not no fair. end in vodka sending drink tales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even remotely drunk. Okay, fine. So the next day, we had to ourselves, didn't we? Yes. Which was very nice. We got to wander around the streets of Dublin. We walked like some fucking 10k or something stupid like that. We did. And I will also say that this was the first time in six weeks, I think, that we'd actually taken our foot off the pedal uh, in our personal lives and spent some quality time together and away from all the stuff that was going on in our lives. So for that reason, and again, it's not an excuse, it's more of a, um, a recognition that this took a while for me to leave all that behind and just be us again. Yeah. And I, do you know what? That weekend was absolutely incredible for that because we'd been so focused on the family, mm. sorting stuff out, wondering where things were. Um, you know, oh, and the other thing we haven't mentioned is that the, the youngest child has moved out. Yes, exactly. Free so, house. Sexy parties <laughs> around ours. Uh, bedhoppers suck to sign up. Right. But again, right. An, another emotional thing for me you know, to deal with. I was terribly sad. <laughs> well, I was, so there I, you go. It was a mixed thing, wasn't it, yeah, really? It was, very it was very, it's been very nice to get our house back and we're desperately working through it to try and sort it out and remove all of um, teen scum across the house. <laughs> But also it's very sad that he, he is no longer in the house and being a bit of our li- our immediate lives. Yeah. He's still he's like two miles down the road. But but yeah, not having but them in the house no, is quite a, quite a challenge. So. so we had all this going on in the background and, and so it was wonderful just to spend the day wandering around Dublin, having well, we didn't even have that many drinks. We had a little bit of pizza. Not too much pizza, I'm gonna add. Um and <laughs> Because I, God forbid you would have been like <laughs> Thrown to the walls with Roadhead. <laughs> I, I would have wore that shit off, no problem, quite literally. <laughs> you would have stopped off at every pharmacist. Just give me Pepto-Bismol. I don't care what it ever it takes. I'm just not going to live it down again. <laughs> no, no, I know. That was fine. That was absolutely fine. But I you were absolutely fine. Very mindful of what I ate, which which was a, a new learning Although we did me. have an epic nap, didn't we? We did have a bit of an epic nap. Yeah, yeah. which was unusual because I don't nap. No, I know. Mm. But it was good. We needed that. <laughs> And then they were able to come round and see us again in the evening. Yes. Now, first bits first. There was yes. clearly a bit of a discussion that was chucked on the table. Yeah, again, after the like backpack. I say, the, the, the little elephant in the room. Because it had to be talked about. I think it did. And I think it was really important that, that um, especially you two, <laughs> not uh, Trillian and, Trillian and yeah. myself, who clearly had it down... <laughs> You needed to have a bit of a chat. Now, we know that he was a bit wound up that night. He was very agitated. Now, he was like a, a caged tiger. He was like just a little around, bit. There was a lot it? going on, to be fair. And they yeah. didn't know whether they'd be able to get out to see us. They didn't know um, who was looking after their, their right. respective They had their own little sort of set of worries to deal with. Yeah. They? So, moon's aligned again, and we were able to have some time, which is yeah. amazing. And I'm so glad we did. And I'm so glad that we were, that he was actually... In fact, she, I think she kicked him in the shins. To, 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 <laughs> well, multiple times. I multiple think, times, yes. yeah. Um, to, to sort of talk about this elephant in the room and, and, and get to grips with, are you interested, Mrs. H? What's the deal? Where are we at? 
Yeah, let's read each other properly. And what was really interesting is that so so Trillian and I sort of lay down on one side mm-hmm. of the bed together, just having a bit of a cuddle and, and a little bit of a fumble, shall we say. <laughs> well, you two had this conversation and back and forth about what you wanted and what you wanted to do. Now, interestingly, for this <laughs> for this situation, he likes to give someone pleasure, right? Okay. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. And you like to give someone pleasure. Right. Generally speaking. That's your but it seems to me that's both your defaults. I thought we were gonna end in or, or end up in an endless Oh, loop. we were stuck in a loop, weren't yeah. we? <laughs> and it was like the end of uh, jungle book. Like, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> that was that was not a good jungle book. What do you guys want to do? I thought I you were know. doing Beatles impressions. What it, they are measured on the Beatles. What um, do you guys want to do? I don't know. What do you guys? Uh, I'm just, not doing just it. Just a segue. I don't maybe think I've ever seen the end of it. Then what Jungle Book? Yeah, maybe I have, and I just didn't know. <sighs> you have seen the end of it. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Yes. I don't remember these Beatles going on. <laughs> it's it's not in the, the like the John Favreau whatever it is Jungle Book. This is the original. <sighs> Like when you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance. I've watched Jungle Book. I don't remember the Beatles in it at all. Like Beatles impressions. Do you not remember the Vultures? Oh, I do remember the Vultures. They're yeah. the Beatles. Are they? Well, they're not actually the Beatles, but they're like supposed to be the Beatles. No. Yes. Honestly. That's why they've got mop tops, you dickwad. Are you kidding me? No. I didn't know this. I thought mm. they were just Vultures. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, well, we'll discuss this later. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was like that. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And it was... In Mind it ra- blown. And it w- went round. Honestly, we kid you not, we were laughing. It went round for about five or six minutes. It did. And I think we had um, a little bit of a, a, <laughs> a standoff here because clearly we're both individuals whose communication preferences are very much like, oh, I want to I want to please this person. So... I'm going to rely Once on them telling me what to do. I said these words to <laughs> my girl. Yeah, um, and that in itself is quite an interesting dynamic, isn't it? When you, you've got two people together who don't really get to a point of, okay, I'm going to tell you very clearly what I want and it's X, Y, and Z. And I'll tell then... you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. No, I want to, I want to, I want to. I'm not very good at telling people what I want. I know this. Did you really, really, really want a zigger zigger? <laughs> so you you did eventually between you two and and we honestly thought it was going to be like a robotic loop that was going to go around and we were like just 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 we were waiting for one to silently implode yeah uh, does not compute ah! one of our heads just explodes like yeah it was gonna happen one of them was gonna go <laughs> but you did resolve it we did because Actually, what happened then was I <clears throat> I agreed to try some things that I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds really kinky, doesn't it? Back rub. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it really sounded like all levels are kinky. No, genuinely, listeners, it was a back rub. Genuine. I don't like massages or back rubs. Now, at this so, point, while all this was going on... This was like breaking ground for me. What, what was I doing? Uh, you were doing your kind of magic toothpick trick. The magic toothpick trick? Yes. Title of my fifth album. <laughs> magic toothpick trick. Yeah. Like Jamie and his magic torch. Yeah. So one of the things I, I've found, and I think I've mentioned it before, is that uh, we often talk about a vampire glove, which is a glove with lots of spikes on it. And you can replicate some of that sensation 
by using a toothpick to draw down and, and I'm putting it down on my neck and my arms and stuff. And I'm sure I've mentioned this a number of times. So I was uh, demonstrating mm -hmm. said toothpick. While you were doing your negotiate. You were right about one thing, Master. <laughs> Negotiations were fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little long. Fine. I need to get better at explaining what I want. But sometimes I genuinely don't know what I want because I haven't given it any thought and I haven't really sat down and considered what I want from a situation because I'm normally about giving someone what they want. And I think this... That this... is 100% why speaks volumes about your approach and, and how you've been through the years. Not so much with me, but I think prior to meeting me, you were very much about providing someone else yes, with an experience. 100%. And that was what you enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, it's Mr. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've genuinely always been all about giving or, um, you know, waiting for someone to tell me what they want and then obviously just doing that. And I, I actually genuinely like that. That's great. I totally so for get that. me, I find it really, really awkward and really um, a, a really odd situation to solely let someone do stuff to me and, and be very open about what I want. But the thing is, I though, don't know what I want sometimes. But it might not be... Okay, so you might not know exactly what you want, but ultimately... I know what I don't want. <laughs> well, I know. And that there is there is something within that. Yeah. And if you know what you don't want and, and if you know what gets you there... You need to be very specific about asking for it mm -hmm. and giving directions and showing people. Mm -hmm. And it worked. Did it not? It did. Did it work well? Mm, it worked really well. Has he joined the elusive club of mis making Mrs. H? Come? Yes, I'm going to have to get some badges now. Some badges? <laughs> no. <laughs> to join the badger parade? So, <laughs> you've got a badger, you've got a badger, you've got a badger. There's not many other people in the club, sorry. <laughs> I only need a few badges. Oh, very few badges, which is fine. <laughs> very few badges. Very few badges. Yes. And to his credit, he joins the ranks of um, few badges. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, and I think when he realised that he was one of the few, um, we kind of just downed down tools. Yeah, that's all right. And had a little, just a little cuddle because I was in my usual headspace of oh my god that happened and I didn't expect it and it's real definitive proof that if you're able to ask for what you want and show someone how it yeah. works there's a much better chance of you getting there and it is about headspace it, I have to I have to really focus on right I've asked for what I want and I now I'm, I'm going with what I want and now I have to just deal with that and just shut everything else out yeah but in my head it's like I don't like doing that because I actually like seeing what's going on in the environment around me. That's one of the things I love. But if I do that, I find I can't focus on the sen the physical sensation of what I I'm having. Yeah. And that's what prevents me from getting there. So I'm a hoist by my own petard. <laughs> well, this is one <laughs> I of really the am. But, but this is all a learning curve, as ever. And I think this is one of the big steps that we've taken is actually... Asking for what you want is a really key thing. Mm. And if something doesn't work for you, it's really important to say that, that it doesn't. The other thing that we found, actually, one of the conversations that we were having, uh, that I had at my side, pretty much after you guys had done your stuff, I was a little longer than normal. I know. I it's probably because I spent four hours with the toothpick. <laughs> I think that might have been it. But so I was, you need to get quicker at the toothpick. Yeah. But I was I was having a really fun and sexy time. And, and one of the things I was sort of trying to establish is, because um, I was going to come, and I wanted to know where I could come. 
Are you going to get a body map? <laughs> yeah, I was. But, but <laughs> Mark out your body and advance the grid lines. <laughs> but for me, it was really important to get an emphatic yes about where that was going to be. Otherwise, I heard you ask a few times, actually. Yeah, and I, I didn't really... I, I didn't get an answer I didn't first, really did get... A, I sort of got an, an insinuation, and for me, that wasn't... Do you think that's because people don't often ask, or do you think... And you're just very British and polite. Um, I think she had a mouthful at the time, so... It's very rude to talk to your mouthful. I know, it's terribly rude Hence the body map. I think you should just get this sorted. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. B12, please. (laughs) Maybe it's like, you know, when you stay in a hotel and it's like, what would you like for breakfast? I'll have a croissant and I'll have an egg and Or when you play snooker or pool and you like nominate your pocket at the end. Yeah, exactly. I'm going with the middle pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Or a role-playing game where you choose the good, neutral or evil choice. Yes. Okay, we'll look into this. Yes. But yeah, so you had your own little um, issue to deal with. In, in a micro climate, very much micro I wasn't being rude when I said little issue. Well, I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, I got that. Well, after my huge issue, my ginormous table yes. stomping <laughs> issue. Um, but, but it became really apparent to me that actually as a theme of the weekend, it was very much about making sure that you, you not only ask for what you want and are clear in what that should be, but also that you you make sure that people understand that you're interested because without that level of emphatic yes or or definitive yes this is what i want mm. what i like what i'm after then actually you don't know it's not enough to assume that they can read your mind hey you know what assuming does <laughs> it makes sense outside of you and me oh yeah but, well it's true it's it is a big assumption i made and it was a wrong assumption and it yeah. was um probably and you quite... made out of ass you, uh, ass well of, uh, i don't know what i made bleh. um it's actually pretty rude as well. Yeah. Because I wasn't really giving them any sort of credit for um, having the balls to have a conversation with me and then for me to just be a bit elusive and standoffish isn't very helpful. No, I agree. And I think we've kind of learned from that over the course of the weekend. Um, I would say... Oh, now Mr. Kitty's deciding He's trying to, to drink my Negroni. What? Don't be an ass cat, Mr. He literally, literally is literally wandering his, his face past my the Negroni. microphone. Come on, off the table. Off you go. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <sighs> right, pets and everything going on here. Um, so what I would say is that we had a really marvellous time with them. It was really good fun. And I think despite the weird sort of hiccups in the middle and, and, and kind of trying to sort out the feedback loop between Arthur Dent and Mrs. H, we actually, it was a really good pairing and it was a really good night because we learned so much about not only communication, but also about how we work and how things can I'm work. actually quite glad that Friday had a few bumps in the road. Yeah. Um, because it actually really made me stop and reflect that I'm sometimes a bit of a cock blocker. <laughs> well, you are, quite literally. I, am. I know I can be a blocker and I need to work more on a number of things. <laughs> you just need to work on a number of I things. I need to work a little bit on body language mm-hmm. because I know I can be intimidating. And it it never fails to amaze me when people say they're intimidated by me. It absolutely floors me every time because I, in my mind, I'm the least aggressive and intimidating person I know. Yes, but not to everybody else. I know. And And I'm starting to realise that I obviously give off this persona of someone who actually gives zero fucks about things. But I had to step in at one point and monologue just to translate this all for for everyone. And I was kind of like... You're a negotiator. Yeah, I, I, I did feel a little bit like a negotiator, which is cool. But 
I, you know, it's really important to realise that sometimes you give off these vibes without people knowing. I do. But what was really nice was the following day, um, on the Sunday, we got to go and have brunch yeah. together, which was an unexpected bonus. And what was really, really fun was because we'd had the weirdness of Friday night being um, a little lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And then we'd had the, you know, the awesome Saturday night where we kind of ironed all those things out and we'd actually had a a result that I even I didn't anticipate mm. by the time we got to Sunday we we'd formed some kind of relationship that was actually really really awesome it was and it was really nice to be able to catch up with them again and reflect and go back over some of that mm. and talk to each other again about what we had been worried about and what we worried about during the moment and then actually how weird that was in reality but actually look at us all here having brunch together and it was great. It was it really was lovely. Really nice brunch. I mean, we had to book a separate table for the backpack. Yes. You know, because it, yeah, it's pretty so much. Big. It was mm. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, it went everywhere with us that day. Mm-hmm. So I like to think that the backpack is listening too. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. It's its own personality. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think he hates us forever <laughs> for taking the piss out of his backpack. <laughs> but hey, you earned that one. <laughs> she didn't have such a big backpack. <laughs> so, um, Arthur Dent and Trillian, thank you very much for a very sexy weekend. Yes, thank you for... <clears throat> so long for, and thanks for all the fish. For making us learn. For making us learn and sexy. Making me learn. And for me to come somewhere, of which I'm not going to announce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she knows where that was. She knows what she did. Oh my God. You make it sound like you came in the back of her knee or something. I'm in not, her armpit. I remain silent on the location. I'm so glad I came between her toes. How many comments does it add? More than Richard I, I, I. <laughs> Which will be a joke that they don't get, sadly. But oh, it's no. fine. But thank you, guys. Oh, it was well. really nice catching up with you. Um, hopefully we can see you again soon. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Now, in a thrilling return. Thrilling. Dramatic. You're building this right up. What? Okay. This hasn't been showcased for a while. In a land before time, <laughs> there was Mr. and Mrs. H alone on a We're podca- never alone. Okay. With Yoko and Mr. <laughs> Kitty and Wonder Woman on the television and Omega Supreme in the corner. And they had some questions from listeners. So they... Um, okay, where are you going with this? So we're going to do just the tip. Brilliant. Doesn't matter if you're old or young, listen up for some sexy fun. We got advice, so let it rip. Don't go balls deep, cause it's just the tip. <laughs> ah, so good to hear just the tip again. Right? It's been too long. I love it when just the tip is I love is a in. good tip in our lives. Well, I, I think having just the tip in and around this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sometimes Listen, just a tip is all you need. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's all you can fit in. Hmm. Anyway, what, what's this tip all about? Well, there's two, <laughs> two, two tips. Two tips. Two tips, one cup. One cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we've had a couple of messages from listeners, and we thought it was a good idea to talk about them on the show. Not the listeners, they're, they're questions, more like. They're very pertinent, because they relate very nicely to what we've just been talking about. So, let's read them out mm. and try and answer them. We sure. have reply to them in some capacity yeah, already. Yeah, we already have. But we're doing this for your oral... Oral, oral pleasure. Oral pleasure. Oh. 
Sage, read the first one. Right. So the first one <laughs> is, was actually on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Insta. 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 Yeah. Which I used to think we only ever put pictures of your dinner or, you know. And now I put pictures of my dick in hands. Oh my God. Dick in hands. Wait, that could be its very own Insta page. Underground, overground, my dick's <laughs> in a hand. I'm taking these pictures and spreading across the land. Interesting. We can develop this. Yes. Anyway, this is not what the message was about. Can you read it in an accent? What sort of accent? I don't know. The appropriate one for this thing. Well, I have my own accent. I, I think it... Okay, fine. Go for it. How can, you, how can you put any accent on that? You don't even know who it's from. I do. I can see their name. Well, yes, but you don't know what kind of accent they have. That's I do. incredibly... Uh, genderphobic to say that like, you, you know who kind of what kind of accent I know the accent on. this person has no you don't <laughs> okay fine anyway I'm fine. just going to read it as is fine anyway it's, it was from a lady okay a lady listener alright alright so very lovely message oh good and it was, well. it was directed at me what I know this is why it was so exciting <laughs> Turns out I'm not alone. Anyway, right. So the message, very lovely, says, firstly, I love listening to you guys. You're so entertaining. That's Uh, so correct. She means you. She means you. Absolutely. I agree. That was a great message. I loved it. Well, the message doesn't stop there. Oh, okay. There's more. All right. She goes on to say that she um, actually found out about our podcast via (laughs) By the By. Those cunts. Oh my god, those <laughs> Australian cunts. Uh, she goes on to say that she loves Bradford and Angela. I have loved at least one of them. <laughs> I have loved both of them. Okay. Those Australian cunts. I might be in love with both of them, but I've only loved one. Ooh, you have bandied the L word around. I know. Look. How salacious to just s- like come straight out with it. Salacious come. <laughs> Oh, well, they would both love that. So, what, salacious come? No, silly. The fact that you just like um, labelled the L word. I I love both of them. I'm in love with both of them. I'm in love with both of them. And it is like looking into a mirror that's just a bit shit. You look nothing like Angela. I know. She's got beautiful hair. (laughs) Her hair is on point right now. Oh, she's stunning, right? I. Yeah. I mean, they're both delicious. They're both delicious. Absolutely stunning, beautiful. This is not about Angela and Bradford. This is not their show. They All can right. talk about themselves on their own show. Oh, okay. However, suffice it to say... Are you going to wear the ankle this... wig tonight? <laughs> I don't like the fact that you made it out of, like, excess cat hair. <laughs> it, it was it was excess cat hair and Angela hair that I saved from Australia. Although, as an FYI, did you know that there actually is a, a website out there that will fashion your cat's hair into, like, badges and things? Um, I'm aware of this. Uh, Didn't we watch a program about it on Channel 4 we, once? We did, and I was it's not very, sick in my it's, own mouth. It's really weird, isn't it? It's it quite makes strange. you vom a little bit out of Yeah, your nose. on with the story. Yeah. I, I had a happy right. place. I was thinking of, of, of Angela. Right. Back in the room, we talk about Bradford and Angela, and they're very beautiful. Yes. Yes. Good. Got Focus. Hold that image. Yeah. Right. Now, so, so she goes on to say, she actually says, now, now, Mrs. H, you honestly sound exactly like me. Uh, At which point I'm like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) She does not sound like someone who's Welsh to me. Well, I know what her next line is, so uh, that makes it even funnier. 
Yeah, you're right, actually. Not voice and accent, obviously. <laughs> right, so she goes on to say, obviously, her voice and accent, but, and I love this, I absolutely love this, your uncomfortable and uncomfortableness. And then she goes on to say, this is not a real word, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, it's not. I think you mean discomfort, but fine. Um, with particular words, noises, body image, especially the tummy area. Okay. Right, yep. Resting bitch face. I'm queen of that, um, etc. Anyway, I was wondering how you've gotten past all of those things to the point that you can relax enough to enjoy yourself. I just can't imagine it. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Well, uh, lots of parallels there with me. There were a lot of parallels Absolutely. with today's episode, I suppose. Um, and number one, yes, the parallel there is very much that I love bad financial as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yes, voice and accent, obviously vastly different i would imagine you don't know where she's from <laughs> well we've established it's not wales so okay fine we would never use a word like uncomfortableness <laughs> we wouldn't be able to spell it <laughs> <laughs> okay all right anywho yeah it really does resonate with what we've talked about today because i know i do come across as having a resting bitch face at all times. I don't think you have a resting bitch face. You have a Lord... Oh, really? No. I think Bradford would not concur with no, that. No, no, no. What you have is Lord Snooty McSnooty's face. Oh, that's face. because I have a really long nose. I, you, I can look down it with look aplomb. down at people constantly. And I'm not even very tall. Oh, I know. How do I do that? Well, I don't know how you... It's a skill, it's baby. It's a skill, maybe. Um, baby, baby. Baby, maybe. So, I think... It's one of those things where you actually, you're, you're, so there is a bit of you do look down at people. But I don't mean to. No, I know I don't, don't think I'm better than people. No. I know I'm better than people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I didn't mean it. Yeah, you did. I didn't. Yeah, you did. No. There is a bit of, of, of looking down at people. And I think mm. there is, well, even when we talked about why we're in the lifestyle, part of it is for you is, is the fact that you, you can feel more evolved than other people. I love how you put Pokemon into it without even meaning to. You gotta be the very <laughs> best like no one ever was. No, do you know what? I don't know. I mean, this is something that um, draws parallels not only in my lifestyle with people I've met, but actually in my normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people have often said to me that they've, A, found me intimidating when they first get to know me. Um, they're really quite afraid of me and they often think that I, I don't like them and as a result they're very um they're very reluctant to kind of approach me or get to know me and then actually when they do get to know me they're they're sort of a bit oh you're nothing like that and then they say mrs h look out for the drop <laughs> <laughs> so i think that there is that and that there is a getting to know you i think there's a couple of things here okay so getting over particular words certain words are just going to come up with certain people and what, I think like there is pussy. Yeah, like pussy. But. And plunge. Yeah. And moist. Mm. There we go. See? They happen. Slipped. Slipped. That is the worst. Really? I don't like it. Okay. Anyway. So <laughs> these words are gonna come up and you just gonna have you just have to sort of get over them in a way. Oh and I do. I just don't have to look happy about it. No, I know. You really particularly <laughs> don't. But the I think some of the some of the words become part of your lexicon because there just aren't other well there's mm-hmm. other words but these are the best fit that most people know. Right. Others you just kind of 
skip on and you don't have to use yourself and that's fine and part of why we do this is to try and overcome some of the stigma of some of these words because they exist out there yeah i think i agree you know the the body image piece is an interesting one and i think it just depends on the day that that we catch you i think um much like a pokemon well do you want to know what i said to this lovely lady in response to the specifically the body issues yeah go on then so i mean i've been very honest anyway about how i feel about body and so on and so forth don't read it out just... no i'm not i'm not i'm just literally referring to the body issues so i i do think the body issues do ebb and flow quite a lot in terms of how much attention i devote to them mm-hmm. and that can depend very much on what state of mind i'm in what's happening in my personal life uh, I'll make no secret of the fact that the last six weeks have caused me to put my diet and exercise as a very secondary uh, priority in my life because I've given my body what I needed. Well, I think, you know, before we... Which was something to relieve stress. We we were on our way to to Nottingham. Yes, when, this when it all happened. happened. And we were in a pretty good place. We We'd had been quite on hard. it. We'd, we were on it and we were working <laughs> yeah. quite hard. I'd got back off my Australia slump. I'd shared yep. some of that holiday indulgence. Yep. I'd got back on the kind of, made my peace with the gym and got back to a place where I'd actually dedicated some really hard work to eating things that were a lot healthier. I ditched the kind of... Um, feel good things like you know happy carbs and stuff and i i'd actually got back to a place where i was feeling relatively okay with myself i think we're on a good we i would say that we were on yeah. the path to where we wanted to be Absolutely. i wouldn't say we were there but we were definitely no, i was really okay yeah then this hit and i think as a result, it's not been terrible but i think there has been i think you, i've managed to to sort of sail mm. through it a bit better than you have yeah, you're probably not quite so immersed in things as I am. But you know what? You you hear all these people who say, oh my God, I'm so stressed. I can't possibly eat a thing. I have no appetite. Not me. No. Nah. <laughs> my go-to kind of feel better default stress reliever is food and, and drink. drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and not even to excess, just more of a kind of, I feel like this. I feel like putting wine and chips in my mouth because actually on one level, it will make me feel a little bit better. To be fair, so I'm, I've been doing that. The diet hasn't been terrible, but it's been no, much more. I've I think, just not really focused on it. Yeah. So you know, that's definitely been the thing that's been been on our minds over the last six yeah. weeks. I think we're we're sort of. I hope we're turning a little bit of a corner and we're sort of getting a bit back on track, because we both want to be in a better, slightly better space. Mm. Uh, like you say, I've been able to navigate it better because my work is a little bit more flexible as well, which helps me. So I can do the exercise piece. So even if we're not eating quite as healthily as we have done at before. At least you can go to, at least yeah. I've been to the gym pretty much six days yeah. a week or whatever. So. Well, I just haven't found, genuinely haven't found the time. And not only do I always need an excuse anyway, and I will find an excuse in anything, granted, but actually genuinely have not had much time. <laughs> but I think going back to what she's asking, how, how do you relax enough to enjoy yourself? In the well, and I, I, there is something for me mm-hmm. is that it's letting yourself go in the moment. When you actually, and, and like you did on that Saturday night of the weekend, yeah. you actually went, you know what? This is what I need. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with myself. Let's have some fun. Things snapped in place and it worked. Yeah. Now, it's not easy to do that sometimes, especially if you're not used to doing that. But if you really think about it, if you don't ask for what you want, and if you don't put yourself in a mindset where you're, you're happy to chill out and have fun and your, your partner's having fun or whatever, 
then actually you're never going to get there. It is, it, it, and and to be fair, we've even had that where you've you've turned around to me and gone, "There's no way at all I'm going to come tonight." I was just going to say it happened literally last week. Yeah, you were literally no way is it going to happen. I'd almost talked myself out of something, and, and I, and I literally. Knew. Cracked my knuckles and went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> how little she knows. But the thing is, is that I know how to set the scene for you. I know how to make you um, relax. And I, know. I also know exactly what you like because I'm well trained slash hearsed in it. So for me, it was, it's it's about making sure that the, the whole thing comes together in that way. And if that, if that happens, then there's a good chance you'll get there. Mm, I find it really hard. I Sometimes. bet you do. Oh, especially with all those I hands are on my car. Oh my god! You'll back up into it in a minute. <laughs> I find it difficult to um, to take my mind out of um, things which are difficult, and I find myself fixating on all the, the guilt and like why why should I let myself feel something nice because actually everything around me is biblically shit. That's why you need I know. something nice because everything else is shit. Yeah. And if all the rest of the world is burning, you still mm. can can. It's okay to feel good about yourself. But it's taken me a while to get my head around the guilt. Well, because I, I do feel guilty enjoying myself if um, actually everything is not brilliant. But actually, you need it. You, you really do. You, Otherwise, you don't function. Yeah. And. You know, like going away to Ireland for this weekend was such an important step for us because it shut off all of the stuff that was going on around the mm. west of our little lives. Pardon me. And we were absolutely happy to to focus on us and our friends. And that made the world a difference. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I think springs to mind for me, um, what I actually went back to and said to this lovely lady, was um, I, I find balance... Um, by surrounding myself with the people that I hold dear in this lifestyle. And I think we're fortunate enough now to have built an amazing network of people that we would call friends, whether they be pants on or pants off. Do you know what? It's amazing. And it's hard to feel sad and down when they're always around you. They've got your back. They really do. And it takes And it's time. not because they want to fuck you. Well, time. <laughs> sometimes. But I think for they me, just get you. They it, it's it took us a long time to find find your tribe. Find our tribe, and I'm not sure that we found our complete tribe. We found some of them, but we found enough people that I think actually, I day to day they speak to us, they message us, they send us silly things in the post. I know. That, like even today, all right, had an amazing postcard from Kate and Daryl. Yeah. Right. Unexpected, out of the blue. And we got home from where we'd been doing some boring shit. And we got home to a postcard from Kate and Daryl. Reminding us of an amazing little moment in our Singapore trip where we had an ice cream sandwich. But that's fair. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Like, how cute is that? I loved it. Oh, by the way, guys, we've got to say congratulations on picking (gasps) up Penny. Oh, my God. He's got a dog. I'm loving the dog spamming. so happy. Absolutely loving it. Literally so happy. Yes. I don't know what I'd be happier with. Pitch the dog or Kate. <laughs> Kate with the dog. Ooh. No, not in that way. Uh, I mean, Kate. Oh, God, this is going this, wrong. This... I meant Kate petting the dog. That's not what? a euphemism. Would it's it not. It's petting? really not. <laughs> no. Shallow petting? No. <laughs> anyway, well done, guys. We're so happy for you. Keep petting the dog. Yes. Anyway, it's really good. <laughs> um, so in summary, um, I think it's just finding the right people, spending time with those guys, getting used to them and... 
understanding how they work. Well, they really, make really you helps. forget about all the shit anyway. They do. And they make you forget about the fact that you don't like your body and they don't like bits of you and that things aren't always what you want them to be because when you when you go and see them and you just catch up and have dinner or whatever, it's just, they make you feel amazing. Yeah. So kudos to our amazing friends. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> listener, for sending that in. Yes. We've got another one. I'll read this one, shall I? Yes. Should I... Just read it already. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, H. God. <laughs> Me and my partner are massive fans of the podcast and listen to both of you from way back. Nice. I'm quite happy about that. It's quite good so far. So they good. sound like quintessentially English gentlemen. Father? <laughs> but! But! <laughs> it was listening to you both that helps us in the minefield that is the lifestyle. We have been together for 17 years and love each other very, very much. That's amazing. That's fantastic. 17 That's really years good. is awesome. And on his 18th birthday, found out it wasn't his. <laughs> <laughs> After attending clubs for a little while, we wondered if you could give us any advice in your Just the Tip section and how to transition from clubs to more personal meets using things like fat. It just seems like all we get is the same, hey, messages, and we want to build a bit of a connection with people for us both to feel sexy. Is this something you have both found, or is it just us? Looking forward to hearing from you both. And also, oh, we gave this message a rigorous grammar check, so if there is any mistakes, it autocorrects. It's autocorrects fault. <laughs> um, there was a mistake in there, I'm going to say, but I'm not going to mention what I it love is. that. I, I did spot it. So, <laughs> uh, But anyway, thank you very much for getting in touch. Um, so... Moving from from clubs to 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 meet. So first things first, I think the most important thing to do. So if you're transitioning from just going to clubs and seeing what's going on, to to going to fab and seeking out couples that you can catch up with on a more one to one basis, most important thing for me is to get your profile sorted out. Oh, get your pictures right. Yes. Get the contents about who you are and what you like spot on, hmm. and that will help you weed out some of the people that will contact you. Well, you won't always. It's not foolproof. No, but it does help. But it does help. It does help. And it lets you, it gives you a bit of a basis for, have you read my profile? Have you talked about this? And it, but it also gives people a good chance to contact you and speak about stuff that you've mentioned. So if you like rock climbing or if you like, I don't know, transformers or whatever it might be, people can say, oh, I like them too. It would be great if we could I catch up. I would love to meet the person who's into rock climbing and transformers. We met them. Rock climbing? Was he into rock climbing? I don't know. But it sounds hmm. weird. Maybe. That's and quite a weird fan. Rock Lords were like a subdivision of the GoBots. <laughs> they were like GoBot Transformers that transformed into rocks. Oh, maybe there's some leverage in there then. Maybe. But anyway, the point is, <laughs> is that if your shit is up to date and yes. good and looking fine, then actually the chances are you're, you're more likely to attract the kind of people that you want to, to meet. Um, especially if your photos give some measure of your personality and speak volumes. Mrs. H has now got a boob out oh, and is nice. now groping it away. <laughs> My attention is waning. However, <laughs> I'm still going to try and resolve this. So I think, you know, that's the first thing we, that we'd suggest. The second thing is to have a look around at the profiles. And if someone's not put any effort into it, and if, if it's just a two-line thing, chances are, like us, you're probably going to just go, you know what? Sod this. It's yeah. not for us. It's the extension it of difference. your personality, your profile, yeah. isn't it? So, you know, think of it very much as you're not trying to sell yourself, but you are at least trying to attract the right people. And of course. And you're, you're, you're kind of people. So yeah. if you're just going to put a one line like, 
hey, who wants to just fuck? Well, we had a great message yesterday. Oh my god! Hey, what are you guys up to this evening? So my answer was very much, "Hey, Mrs. H and I are spending time with Yoko. We're sitting down. We're watching Shazam. We went to the vet. We went, went to, yeah, went to the vet. Emptied uh, a cupboard. We emptied a cupboard. I made a, a cup of tea, and I literally went on for about five minutes about this thing. That type of message isn't going to really give you the information that you want. It'll just make you sarcastic. It, it, yeah. So. It's better to look at someone's profile and talk about something that you've seen in the profile or ask them something that will spark a proper conversation rather than, hey, yo, how's it going? And hopefully the kind of person who bothers to read your profile and get in touch with you with more than a one-liner uh, is is the kind of person that you actually want to bother meeting because they've taken the time to mirror what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that gives you much more chance to, to meet with someone that's going to help build your connection yeah if they see the stuff that you like and they go ah i see that they like dogs or whatever it might be i like dogs too there's a good chance that from a personality perspective you're going to connect Mm -hmm. yeah there is also the chance to connect via people who listen or or experience the same stuff so if you listen to our show and you mentioned that (laughs) might be a chance that you connect to someone else that listens to the show and has the same approach to life either completely and utterly mental and like talking about Transformers <laughs> and DuckTales. Yeah, but not everyone likes listening to podcasts anyway. Yeah, so actually, true. that in itself is interesting that you're, you're picking out a very specific kind of individual that likes listening to audio anyway. Yeah, but yeah. that has helped us find people. Yeah. And you can also have a look on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of people that sort of interact and Reddit about different topics. Mm. And it's a good way of finding out what people like, where they're at, and whether you can build a connection with it. We met some of our favourite people on Reddit. We have indeed, actually. Some of our very mm. favourite people. So I think for, for me, what I'd suggest is is that you, you get your profile right, you get your pictures right, and I think you know they really should be representative of, of your personality. And don't forget, you can take... Quite often, if you're... And, and I take pictures professionally, you could take 150 pictures, but you only need to use one or two out of that whole lot that actually give away your personality and who you are. So don't be afraid to take a butt ton of pictures and just use the one that makes them. Or a ton of butt pictures. ton of butt pictures, yeah, that'll do. (laughs) And that'll help you immensely, as well as describing (laughs) what you like and what you're into. If you're in the UK, we'd recommend uh, Fab Swingers, purely because it's got the most volume of people. But we'd also suggest that you sign up to Double Date Nation. Oh, the new one. Yeah, I think at the moment. So if you look at Twitter, if you look at them, I think... There's some various codes. Where I think DDN3 is one of yes. the codes where you can get three months free. Yes. It's worth doing. It's worth doing. Now, there's not that many people from the UK on at the moment. Because it is an American site, it, isn't it? Well, I think it's designed by Americans, but it's mm. available globally. Which is rare. Wh- which, to find something yeah. that's not just fab. And having had some small conversations with the people that have, have been building it, it seems like a really exciting thing to Yeah, thing they to be seem like in. really cool people, so, so let's give it a go. Yeah, my take is, if you're listening and you haven't signed up, please give it a go. Um, we don't earn any money from it, sadly. We'd love to, but we, we don't. But I think it's worth promoting because the, the, the website itself seems pretty slick yeah, and, and a, a lot easier to navigate than Fab. Yeah, and it's just so much better than Fab. Just so much better. And you can see the events that are going on. And the other thing I'd suggest is if you get the chance, go to somewhere that's going to connect you with different people. So rather than just clubs. Do you mean a social? Yeah, try a social. Mm. 
give it a go. Yeah, look out for socials on the forums on Fab and yeah. see what's in your area. And they're, they're really good, neutral, safe way of meeting like-minded individuals. And you may not find many people, but you might find one or two. And we've found that. We've and gone we've to found that. A social with sort of 100 or so people. And actually, there's only ever been one or two that were interested. But that's all you need sometimes, but, just to find some common ground, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Um, the other thing you can do is go to events like uh, PCAP. Podcaster Palooza, yeah, always be promoting. <laughs> um, check our mm. pages and whatnot for the links. Although that's quite far away from the UK, it's quite far away from the UK. It is in Miami, but if you fancy a little yeah. holiday and a chance to see us in a room talking about shit, um, <laughs> come along. That would be cool. But now I've got the promotion element out of it. Honestly, it's for me. It's all about getting the right information on your site, getting the right pictures, um, having chats with people, and see if you connect. Um, I would say avoid WhatsApp because you're giving out your phone number. Ooh, I would kick. I would go to mm. Kick. Make sure you have a Kick profile. Make sure that your Kick profile is easy, easily distinguishable as to which one of you is which. <laughs> if I see another fucking <laughs> Kick po- profile where it's two people that yeah. just, and just in different orders, sorry, dropping my iPad again. You know, like <laughs> it's a picture of a couple, and I'm like, what the fuck? They which one is which? Couples, they both yeah. have the picture of the couple. Well, if they lovely, but yes. Yeah. But one one thing I would say, um, because we've we've wished it on far too long now, but you're always going to get the hey messages. Yeah. You you cannot eradicate them because there's just people out there who just don't bother to read or don't care about what you have to say. They just throw their net out there and they just spam you with, Hey, how are you doing? What are you up to? How are you tonight? What was that word? How are you doing? Spam! <laughs> oh spam spam <laughs> but you're always going to get that no matter how much effort you put into your profile spam thanks you're still going to get people eggs sausage are you are beans. you done spam <laughs> lovely spam wonderful spam spam <laughs> anyway yes you're you're quite eloquently putting thank yeah. you yes and you're quite in eloquently taking me down you're ineloquent in the room (laughs) (laughs) all right come on tell me what is it i finished that was done i was just saying there's always gonna be bellas out there who just spam you hey there there will always be people that say can't get rid of that no you can't and i think the best either ignore them or or use or if you fancy a bit of fun just reply to them with something like ridiculous that they can't possibly comprehend. We'd recommend copying and pasting the whole of alphabet aerobics. Yeah, that's always good. Explaining your entire day. Yes. Uh, pasting uh, links directly to Wikipedia. All of these things can help deal with the masses. Love it. And sometimes we, we feel like poking the bar a little bit yeah. and we, we indulge. You know, purely for shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. But, you know, honestly, I think the best thing to do if you, if you want to move away from clubs is possibly a social or going straight to Fab and just updating your profile and having a look around. And yeah. have a look and see. I think on Fab you can look at people's friends. So see. So if you see someone that you like, um, have a look at their friends. See who they've met and have a look at the varies because... Oh, very hunting's be... always useful. Yeah, it really helps you explore. People have found us via very hunting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always good. Um, you know, if you're in the UK, it's like just, TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah, feel free to um, 
you know, hit us up the friend request on uh, the Bedhoppers account and we'll, we'll be happy to add you. Unless you say hey. Yeah. In which case you'll get a look to Black Alicious. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> or a rundown of our very boring evening. But either way, thank you very much for writing into us and sending us a lovely message. It was what, very a nice long answer them. we gave them. Well, maybe. So now that we've waffled on for like hours and 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 hours. We had a lot to say. Yeah. So, things. What are coming up? So. I've no idea. In the horizon looms desire with the swing set. Oh my God. Yes, it does. Well, actually, actually, what's happening next is my fucking birthday. Lisa, it's your birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Lisa. And given that I've had such an epically shit I should point out that Mrs. Edge's name is not Lisa. No, it's not. Gave me the gift of a little sister. And neither do I look like Lisa from The Simpsons. No. No. Um, And I don't want anyone singing Michael Jackson to me either for my birthday. Lisa, it's your birthday. Yeah, it's a bit creepy now, stop it. Anyway, it's going to be my birthday. (laughs) Can you not? (laughs) And I love bubbles, my monkey. I really don't like that. (laughs) That's actually making me feel really creepy. (laughs) Shimon! Anyway. (laughs) It's my birthday next month. Yes, it is your birthday in early September. Uh, yes. So we're going to celebrate by going to see Labyrinth because I haven't seen it 850 times already. We're going back to VA, hopefully. Not for my birthday. Not for your birthday. Yes. But we, we are, are going, going back, back to, to VA. VA. We need to find them up, reminds me. Yes. Yes. So we're going, going there. Yeah. And is that it? Uh, well, we've got Desire in late October. Okay. Yes, that's November. Yes, why are you talking like you were like Prince that's Philip? November. November, that's not that far away. Right. It's not that far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got that. Uh, we've got a couple of meets in the cards. Okay. That's always good. Got to meet with a unicorn. <gasps> oh, she's delicious. She is delicious. Oh, she's something else. Something else. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun. Got that she's, on the yeah, she's pretty stunning. And we've got some other stuff going on, but that's fine. Yeah. But mostly, um, we'd love you to join us in Podcaster Palooza in Miami in May next year. Yes. Very excited about this. Um, what I'm really worried about... Is me. No, it, no, no. Is it's me not. fucking it up. Yeah, maybe there is that. But it would be also <laughs> very nice if people from the UK were to come along and support... Big up the British contingent. Yes. And... Though, that's it. Actually, no, no, don't do that, because if I'm the only person with a British accent, oh, it makes me like a good commodity. You're literally going to get so much fanny. Uh, so much fanny? <laughs> yeah. I am going to get all the hand job picks. <laughs> oh, my God. My collection will be replete. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? I'm going to get Wouldn't so many Wouldn't you say my hand job collection's complete? Of well-manicured hands. <laughs> Around your phallus. <laughs> Around my phallus. Thank you, ladies. Um, uh, and if you want to sign up for uh, Wait, Mr. Wait, you didn't long. include any men in that. Uh, no, it thanks. wasn't in dream. But men wear nail varnish too. No, they don't. Yes, they do. We only know one man that wears nail varnish. I know several. Really? Mm. Nah, I might pass on that. <laughs> I, do you know what, right? A segue. I think nail varnish looks amazing on men. Are you leading up to the no. you want to put makeup on me again? Uh, no, because it's dead in the water. There's no point. Well, there will be, eventually. Anyway, the point I'm making is I think nail varnish looks stunning on men. I okay. wish more men would wear it. If you believe that men should wear nail varnish... Oh my God, I love it. Please send us a picture to bedhoppersuck <gasps> at gmail.com. 
Com. I really love it. Really? I really, really, really love it. When Maybe I'll let makeup. you put some makeup on me. <gasps> I love it when men, men wear makeup. Oh my God. It's right. so nice. Well, it's anyway, exciting. Mrs. H, we need to do the thing. We've oh, been waffling I know. for ages. All right, fine. Okay. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Fucktails, woo! <laughs> There's no end in tonight, and then fucktails. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Testing, you testing? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm testing all the time. Yeah, I'm always testing Hepa. you. I really like a band. All right. Mm.